Cherry Diet Pepsi, and uh, I got my blackjack gum here. I got that feeling. Mm. Yeah, that familiar feeling that something rank is going down out there. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. You ever seen a grown man naked? everybody how's everybody doing out there this is hollywood hangout i am david richardson it is good to see you uh if mixler will give me one sec i'm actually going to start streaming live on youtube also i did pop that link in that uh, chat room so if you do want to come check out uh youtube i'm live right there i'll be showing some pictures while we're doing this live right here so uh if you want to join me come on over um, right there on my YouTube channel. Just once again, I did post it in the Mixler chat room. So if you're in there, go ahead and jump over there. Otherwise, uh, just go ahead and look for Hollywood Hangout. I'm over there. Look for the little Hollywood star. It says Hollywood Hangout on it. You're not going to see many episodes up there right now, but um, I'm adding pretty much every week. I'm adding episodes. So uh, if you just jump over to my channel, you'll see I'm live right now. You will see the picture of who I am going to be discussing tonight. Um, I'm going to be focusing on, uh, Stan Shaw. That's who I'm going to be focusing on tonight right there. There's one picture I always like of him right there. He's got the, uh, this black and white picture. This uh, got a nice tie on in this picture and everything. So I do like that picture. Once again, I am live on YouTube. Thank you very much. YouTube. Appreciate, uh, everybody that's, uh, joining me over there. Um, and, uh, there you go. Just want to make sure I'm live, make sure everything's going good. See how everything's working over there. So I'm going to jump over there real quick myself to make sure I am live. I am, I'm live. There we go. So there we go. We got pictures going to Stan Shaw and here's the second picture of him right here. This is more what he looks like nowadays. A little older, a little gray in the beard. 
Um, this gentleman here that I'm going to be focusing on, oh, sorry about that, that I'm going to be focusing on, uh, Stan Shaw, has been in movies for forever. Uh, since 1974, I would have been negative uh, one years old. I was born the next year in 1975, so, um, so I would have been negative one right there. Uh, but he's been doing things since 1974. Doesn't have the, I mean, I know when I talked about Lachlan Monroe, I think he had 262 credits. He's only got 70 credits to his name. Um, but I believe when we're talking about this actor, I believe we can say that quality is more than quantity when it comes to uh, what he's been doing and just, you know, in, in what we've got from him. And uh, I've got pictures of some of the movies, not all of them. Um, I also have a few clips that we'll play a little bit later. I'll play some clips there. Um, you know, colleagues talking some really good stuff about him, of course, like Sylvester Stallone, Jay Leno uh, on Oprah, and a few interviews, just some small very, very, very short clips to play for you guys. I think the longest one I have is three minutes. Uh, so that's it. And I've only got like five clips. One, two, three, yeah, five clips. So not going to be too much. Um, most of you might know him from uh, playing, I believe it was Jack Jenkins in Harlem Nights. Uh, who you probably, a lot of people know him from. But he has been in so, so, so much more. Uh, give me a second here. I'm just going to get everything ready for the old, uh, for pictures coming up and all that good stuff. I like to have my pictures right there. Let me line them bad boys right up. Again, I'm still doing this on one computer. I had the computer working the other night. I don't know what happened. Next thing you know, it wasn't working again. So I did what I could do. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. Um, so I guess we'll start uh, a little bit of uh, his early life. I'll tell you the truth, I couldn't find very much on his early life um, when it came down to it. It looks like he's kept a lot of that pretty uh, pretty private. Um, it does say here that he was born in Chicago. He, uh, His father is actually uh, saxophonist Eddie Shaw, who's actually the cousin of the singer Sam Cooke, so, and also Tyrone Davis. Um, he has one brother, Van Shaw. He's a guitarist, and he does have. Uh, he's married to Doctor Zoe Shaw, and uh, she's a psychotherapist, by the way. Now, he also has. Not only does he have a, he does have a music background, and actually, we've never heard him really sing. But uh, there is a Christmas movie that I'll be getting into where uh, I'm going to play the trailer. I think he might actually sing in the trailer. So uh, we will uh, we'll, we'll take a look at that in a little while here, um, or a listen. Actually, I'm not sure what I can play on YouTube. I'm going to have to get into all that uh, fair use stuff. Um, he basically kind of started out his acting in the musical Hair in Chicago. It was a Chicago production. Um, he also did another Broadway show called The Me Nobody Knows. Um, he's done a little more Broadway since then, but uh, before all of that, before he even became an actor, he was actually a karate, judo, and jujitsu instructor. He holds a black belt in all three of those styles. So that's pretty rare. That's actually very rare to hold one in judo, hold one in jujitsu, and then also hold one in just the American style dojo karate. 
That's pretty rare, to be honest with you guys. That's actually extremely rare. Um, so, you know, that's, that's some dedication right there over a, over a lifetime. And to be an instructor at a young age, just absolutely unbelievable. So, uh, yeah, so he holds three black belts. Um, now, he also, being that he holds the black belt, also that makes him a good fighter. Now, we've never seen him in any real action movies doing things like, you know, action star things, which kind of surprised we never got to see him with his background. Uh, I mean, he's got more of a actual martial arts background than some of the actual martial artist guys we see out there. So kind of surprising that he doesn't actually do real action movies. He is in action movies. He plays a boxer in a lot of action movies. Actually, he uh, he plays a boxer in, uh, let me see, there's four movies he plays a boxer in. Uh, Snake Eyes, Cage Snake Eyes, we'll talk about that movie. Movie called Tough Enough from 1983, we'll talk about that. Harlem Nights, he plays a boxer, and also in Rocky. Yes, the original Rocky he also plays a boxer, and he does play boxing legend Joe Lewis in the TV movie The Court Martial of Jackie Robinson. So his fighting style comes in in that way, and uh, that's that's pretty much how we see him. We Like I said, it's kind of strange we don't see him in that you know action movie role. I don't know, maybe he didn't want to tear his body up like those guys really do. Um, but like I said, he's done so many different movies, um, TV movies. He's really been a big part of, uh, Roots, the next generations was a TV movie. Um, the boys and company was another movie he did in 1978, the great Santini fried green tomatoes. He was big George in that movie house guest with Sinbad. Um, so many more movies he's been in. And like I said, we'll get into a lot of them, not all of them. But uh, we will get into a ton of those uh, of those movies that he did. But honestly, this really is all I could dig up on his early life. Um, you know, I mean, he's got a couple children and stuff like that. But I, I, that's not really anything to uh, really dive into too much. Um, but yeah, he does have two children. I mean, look, the IMDb even says he can type more than 90 words per minute. How's that? How's that, everybody? Is that fucking impressive or what? I think it is. Anyway, let's uh, let's get into a few of these uh, movies here. I got to be honest, this is not going to be a very, very long show. Um, going to kind of try to knock this out pretty quick. I've got some stuff to get done tonight. Uh, wife's out there. She had surgery on Wednesday. It was minor surgery, but still, on that note, it was still surgery, and she's still on the medication, a little groggy. I don't want to leave her too long with the kids out there. It's hard for her to get up and walk around, so try to take care of my wife a little bit tonight. But I did think that, once again, Stan Shaw, this actor here, did need and deserve a full show on uh, his life, his career, most definitely. Like I said, I believe when I start going through his career, you're going to actually see that once again, it, it, it's quality over quantity, only 70 films. Like I said, I've done many actors with you know over 100 films to their name, this and that. But I mean, if you think about it, if he's only done, if he's been doing films since 1974, which means, you know, 47 years 
and he's only been in 70 films, that's still pretty damn good. But a lot of actors do have more. But like I said, quality over quantity, man. I mean, he's such an incredible actor. And we'll hear Stallone talk about what an incredible actor he is. Um, we'll hear, like I said, a few little a demo reel of his. We'll hear the scene from one of his greatest scenes from Nick Cage. And we'll hear him talk about that a little bit. So we'll get into a lot of uh, of good stuff here as this show goes through. But um, I'm going to start with some of the movies and TV movies and television shows that uh, Stan Shaw has been in. Um, you have definitely, like I said, you've seen him. Uh, he's been in many, many, even up till now. Um, he's been in I mean, L.A. Law, X-Files, CSI, Criminal Minds, just to name a few of the television shows. Murder, She Wrote. Yes, that Murder, She Wrote. He's been doing movies forever. Um, and television, like I said, he's done many TV series and TV movies, TV miniseries. He's actually in one of my favorite TV miniseries that we'll get into from 1987, uh, a little little Judd Nelson flick that we'll talk about, um, which oh, I do need to review that one night. I do have it in full. So let's go right into where he started acting. Uh, by the way, he's uh, 69 years old. So there you go. He is a... Uh, so. You know, um, so in his early to mid 20s, when he actually started acting and he started out, his first acting credit goes to uh, a movie called Truck Turner. It was a movie from 1974. I'm going to take a little swig, everybody. and Cheers. A little Coors Light. Um, movie called Truck Turner from 1974. Now, this movie had uh, Isaac Hayes. As a gentleman named Truck, he was the action star in this movie, badass Isaac Hayes. Also had Yafit Kodo, who was in Homicide Life on the Street. He was in Running Man, many movies. Matter of fact, I believe last year or the year before, uh, he just passed away. So um, there you go, Truck Turner. Never really seen this movie. Um, it's uh, called a, it says that, uh, this is the IMDb description, a black exploitation film about a former professional football player who becomes a bounty hunter in L.A., which I'm assuming that is, uh, they're talking about old truck, which would be Isaac Hayes and uh, Yafit Kodo as Blue. And then if we scroll down, honestly, Sam Shaw's way down here, he played a character called Fontana in that movie. So there's the first movie. Uh, he was in another, I guess you would call it another black exploitation film, was TNT Jackson. Um, just another one of the, basically the exact same thing. A young karate expert searches for her brother's killer in Hong Kong. So it looks like what happened is when I said he wasn't in all these action movies, we just didn't see him. He had changed before then. Uh, Jeannie Bell was uh, in this movie. Uh, Diana TNT Jackson, she played. Stan Shaw played a gentleman named Charlie in this movie. Many, wow, I don't even know half of this cast in this movie, to be honest with you. But uh, very small movie, also done in 1974. We get to 1975. He also did some other small movies. Um, did something called Dark Town Strut Strutters. I didn't get into that one. He did something again here 
called the Bingo Long Traveling All-Stars and Motor Kings. I don't even know what that is. Um, here, let's look that up real quick. Give a little information on that. All right. That is a movie that looks like it is uh, about uh, African-American baseball teams is exactly what it looks like. It said, tires of, t- says, tired of the slave-like treatment of his team's owner, charismatic star, pitcher, uh, Bingo Long, takes to the road with his band of barnstormers through the small towns of the Midwest. And this is set back in the 1930s. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, Billy D. Williams in this movie. Uh, Richard Pryor is in this movie. Uh, many, many more. Tony Burton is in this movie. Wow. This is kind of an all-star cat. Ted Ross, who if you ever saw The Wiz, he played the lion in The Wiz, the cowardly lion. Wow, a lot of actors in this movie. Mabel King in this movie. Otis Day in this movie. This is an all-star cast for uh, 19... Jesus, for 1976, that's an all-star cast right there. Also in 1976, he did two more, three more movies. uh, Actually, two movies and a miniseries. He did a movie called Street Killing, a little TV movie. Very, very, very small movie from... I mean, there's not even a description of this movie, let's just put it that way. And then this is where we get into he was in the movie Rocky. Now we can start going through some slides. He was in the movie Rocky. That's right, the original Rocky, Sylvester Stallone. So he had worked with Sylvester Stallone before, and he also works with him again in the 90s, and we will talk about that movie uh Daylight in a little while here, but uh here he is Right here, I'm going to switch pictures, and we're going to go ahead and see the next picture. This is him right here in Rocky. So you can see right here, he played a boxer, and, you know, very young, very, I mean, I got to tell you, the build he has in 1976, honestly, is the same build he still has. And in every movie I've ever seen him in, he is just a large guy. He's a big, strong guy. Uh, but you see uh, Meredith Burgess over there. You see Sylvester Stallone standing there. This was early in the movie that they did this. Um, and again, he played Dipper, was the character's name in the Rocky movie. But I mean, let's face it, Rocky was a huge, huge a movie and success, um, obviously, for Sylvester Stallone, most definitely. There's been like, what, 9, 10, 15 of them by now? I mean, you guys know those Creed movies are just extensions of Rocky, right? It's like, you know, Rocky 8 or something like that. It's just how it is. It's just how it goes. Y'all know it. I know it. We all know it. So <laughs> there you go with that. Um, anyway, let's keep rocking and rolling here a little bit, guys. Sorry about that. Now, he does a few more things here. Again, I'm not going to show pictures of everything. Uh, I couldn't really get a lot of pictures of everything. Some of the movies I had, so I just went in and pulled some pictures. Some of the movies I had to find online, but some of them I just couldn't find. Um, He was in a TV miniseries in 1976, Arthur Haley's The Money Changers. He was in uh, all four parts of the the, uh, miniseries. Um, And he was in uh, 1977 comes up. He had a couple of roles. Uh, Starsky and Hutch TV series. Uh, everyone's heard of that. There was a, obviously the remake of the movie that came out. 
but he was in the original TV series Starsky and Hutch. Future Cop Lucan was another one. Uh, the Boys in Company C was another one where he played a, a character. And this is where he was also in another four-part TV miniseries, Roots, The Next Generation. And I'm going to pop that right there. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> right there. We're going to pop pop that up there. Um, as you can see, this was actually another movie with a or TV miniseries. But it really did another one, though, with just kind of a star-studded cast if you start going through it. Um, Debbie Morgan, Dorian Harwood, um, and if you keep going through, Hen uh, Henry Fonda was in this movie. Uh, Richard Thomas, uh, James Earl Jones. Uh, just, I mean, if you keep going through this movie, you'll see so many people that are still acting today or, you know, have aged. But uh, Stan Shaw plays Will Palmer in this, and he's in five episodes of it, and um, which there were, you know, basically, that's exactly, I said four, I'm sorry, it was five. He was in parts two, three, four, and five. No, part one also, there it is. Sorry about that. <laughs> I messed up, leave me alone. Um, but here is actually his a little picture of his character right there. You can see him right there in that movie. Um, so there you go right there. That was Roots Next Generations. I don't remember, if, I mean, I was I would have been four years old when this came out. I really don't remember seeing this. Uh, also was in another TV movie called Buffalo Soldiers. I don't really have any uh, any pictures on that one right there. But I do have one on the next one he did from the next year, and that would be The Great Santini. Yes, The Great Santini. Another movie that I got to tell you, I have never heard of this movie. Uh, but if you look at that picture, that's Robert Duvall right there. Michael O'Keefe is in this movie. Uh, Julianne Haddock is in this movie. Uh, Stan Shaw plays a character named Tumor Smalls. David Keith is in this movie. Uh, he, he played Elvis in one. Um, so many, so many characters in this movie. Paul Gleason is in this movie. We all know Paul Gleason from Breakfast Club and Die Hard, the original Die Hard. He was in that. So we all know him from that, but in this little movie also. And uh, let me give you a little shot of the character he plays here. Another young kind of, kind of the same kind of character. This was another movie, older type movie. Um, basically, Robert Duvall plays a character named Bull Meacham, who they, who is Ben Meacham. And it said, as he approaches manhood, Ben Meacham struggles with the approval of his demanding alpha male father, an aggressively competitive but frustrated marine pilot. So there you go right there. Actually, no, Michael O'Keefe plays Ben. Robert Duvall is the father, Bull, which, and Michael O'Keefe plays Ben. So there you go. But definitely a star set of cast in that movie. So we're going to go through a few more here. Uh, he did another TV movie, Scared Straight, another story. Dark Room was another TV series. Like I said, he was really big into the TV movies and TV series. And early 80s and late 80s TV TV miniseries and TV series. They were big, especially miniseries. They were they were big. People tuned in for those. Every week or every night, whenever it was on, people definitely, definitely tuned in for those right there. So uh, let's get into a uh, few more things. Then he was on 
uh, Matt Houston, which was a TV series I had never heard of. He was then in another, this is another boxing movie we were talking about called Tough Enough, where, this is going to be a weird one right here. There it is right there, starring Dennis Quaid. Yeah, I didn't even know Dennis Quaid did a boxing movie, but here we are looking at a movie called Tough Enough, where Dennis Quaid was the boxing star of the movie. Uh, Pam Greer in this movie, Bruce McGill. My God, that's another guy who's been in so many movies that, uh, I mean, God, he, uh, The Last Boy Scout, he was in that. He got killed in that movie. Uh, Time Cop, he was the boss in Time Cop. So many movies he's been in. But uh, this is another one that I've never seen. But uh, Stan Shaw plays P.T. Coolidge. And I believe I got a picture right here for you guys. This was kind of the little scene he played. He was one of the boxers in the movie. This is a weird little picture. This is very 80s. This is very, very 80s. This picture right here, if you're looking at it. Extremely 80s, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> we all know it is. Look at that. So anyway, we're going to roll through a few more here. Like I said, not going to get into all of the movies, but we're going to get into a good amount of his movies here. Uh, we can get rid of that one right there. Um, another TV movie called Venice Medical. He did uh, CBS Children's Mystery Theater. He did one episode of that also in 1983. So you can see every year he did three to four movies. Looks like between 1980 and 81, he had kind of a slow streak there. But after 82... He really, really hit a streak of movies. I mean, 1983 was a basically a breakout year for him. And then from there, he did uh, 23 episodes he was in of a TV series called The Mississippi. Uh, he was in that too. Then he did a little movie called The Runaway. Now, this was Tom Selleck and Cynthia Rhodes, Kirstie Alley, G.W. Bailey, Gene Simmons, yes, Kiss, Gene Simmons, was in this movie. This was a futuristic movie where a police officer specializes in malfunctioning robots. And one turns out, uh, one of the robots turns out programmed to kill. And he starts uncovering that more of the robots are also programmed that way. So that is uh let me pop a picture up of that bad boy here for everybody here on YouTube. Here we go. You see right there, you've got Tom So look at look at that. Look at that mustache. God, that's a great mustache. Really is a great fucking mustache. Unfucking believable. Who wouldn't want that mustache? And look at the big hair on that. That's Cynthia. Look at her hair. That's Cynthia Thompson. She's got some hair. That's some hair. Cynthia Rhodes, excuse me. But I didn't know Gene Simmons was in this movie. The things you learn. I actually haven't seen this either. So, all right. <laughs> Excuse me. Get a little sip of beer here. So, like I said, as we're going through, um, and here, by the way, here he is. He plays a security guard or a police officer with Tom Selleck. You see Tom Selleck there in his glasses and Stan Shaw lighting up a cigarette with a in the uh, police room there. So there you go right there for Runaway. And we're going to keep moving along, moving along. A little another TV series he was in, Maximum Security. Did a few, more than one episode, did four episodes of that again in 1984. Once again, starting 1983 and 84, he really 
ramped up his career. 84, 84, he also did another TV series called A Glory. 85, we've got three things here. We've got American Playhouse, When Dreams Come True, and he was in two episodes also in 1985 of Hill Street Blues, which is a Stephen Bochco show, which is an NYPD Blue show. NYPD Blue was written by Stephen Bochco. So... There you go. He was in two episodes of that, played a character called Lewis Russ. Okay, now we go to 86. Once again, one, two, three, four. He's got five things in 1986. He did Fame. That was a huge TV show in the 80s. Irene Cara sang the uh, theme song for it. It was a huge television show back in the 80s. So... Little TV movie called The Gladiator, another one called Under Siege, and then another TV movie in 1986 called Samaritan, The Mitch Snyder Story. Then also in 1986, he did a movie called Busted Up. This was another fighting movie, but he wasn't a fighter in this movie. Um, this it, Actually, Irene Cara is in this movie. Funny, I just mentioned her. Uh, Paul Kufos is in this movie. Frank Pellegrino in this movie. Uh, George Booza, he was in NYPD Blue. Uh, sorry, it's a habit. Not too many people, but it is a movie. Uh, the owner of an inner city gym happens to be a skilled fighter, basically like an MMA fighter. And real estate developers are pressuring, pressuring him, and um, he doesn't give in. He fights back. What do you expect? Look at this. Busted up right there. Um, so there you go. And there's his character. Very little short. Yeah, sorry for the graininess of this picture. Like I said, the best I could get on short notice. I apologize. But um, another movie, though, I have not seen, unfortunately, is this busted up movie. So we'll sit with that for a minute. Now, I'm going to get into a few more. One more little movie he did, The Monster Squad. I believe we all have seen that movie. I actually don't have a picture of it, but I should have pulled that up. That's this was a good little movie, The Monster Squad. Again, it had Andrew Gower, um, Tom Noonan, who was in uh, RoboCop Two, a couple other movies. He was in Heat, actually. He was in he was in that that movie, but he's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, Stan Shaw, Detective Sapir, Jason Hervey was a little kid in this movie, as you you know, obviously, and. Uh, it was a pretty good little movie. A bunch of little kids were running around trying to save their uh, their their hometown from Dracula and mummies and all kinds of you know monsters that are out there. And then he did in 1987. He did a little television miniseries called Billionaire Boys Club. Now, I know there was a new one that came out, I believe, in 2019. But I got to tell you, this here, here's a little picture of it right here. This was one. It, sorry, you guys can probably hear my dog over here clipping around the floor. I apologize for that. So he wants to get on the bed. All right, now he's just walking around. He'll be fine in a minute. Yeah, this is the Billionaire's Boys Club. And uh, absolutely, if you've never seen this, you should really try to dig it up. Um, it's got Judd Nelson, Frederick Leahy, 
Brian McNamara, John Stockwell, uh, James Sloven. Uh, Stan Shaw plays a guy named Frank Booker. He's basically their hitman. Their muscle is what he is in this movie. Um, it's a great Ron Silver. Peter Jack, uh, Jason is in this movie. It is an incredible little story. Basically, a bunch of little kids get into... Um, he, Ron Levin is uh, played by uh, Ron Silver, is a wealthy businessman. And these guys actually end up killing him. These, bil- these bunch of kids, these billionaire kids who ended up making money in this little scheme they had. And the whole movie is them just having to cover it up and cover it up and cover it up. It's just, it's a very, very good movie. Um, especially for a TV movie. I don't know how I got to see this, but I saw this movie, and here's a picture of him right here. I know it's a Alamy photo, but use what you can. Um, but you see he's right here. He's got the latex gloves on in the picture. You can see he's got the gun to Ron Silver's head. Judd Nelson is holding him. And basically, he is their hitman. That's exactly what he is in this movie. Um, and it's just, it, it's a great little TV series. Like I said, I have it. I probably This is one I need to put on the list, the original 1987 one, not the new one. I don't need the new one, not after this. <laughs> so, all right, let's go ahead and get into this a little more now. Um but yeah, if you've never seen Billionaire Boys Club, you really should try to find it. If you can't find it, contact me. I'll get it for you. Um, so now he was also in another, uh, a few things as we go through there. He was in a t- in 1987, The Three Kings, another TV movie, Red Rider in 1988, The Young Riders, both TV, one movie, Red Rider, I'm sorry, Red River, was the TV movie, not Red Rider. I'm sorry about that. Red River is the uh, movie that he was in in 1988. That was the one year he looks like he took a little time off. And then 1989, once again, he walked back in with a bang. The Young Riders TV series. And this is where we saw him in Harlem Nights as Jack Jenkins. So let's pull that up right there. Harlem Nights. This is a movie that has been reviewed on this show. This was actually reviewed by me and Anthony a while back. So you guys can check that out. That is in the archives. I did double check that. So you can check that out over in the archives because it is over there. Um, Over on Anchor. So if you're looking for the archives, that's where they are. They're right over there on Anchor. And right here, like I said, you can just basically see the, the, the cover. Here is him as Jack Jenkins, and I'll tell you what, I'm going to play this scene right here where he's in the the beautiful coat. Now, Harlem Nights, I believe, like I said, we've reviewed it. You want to talk about a a great movie. This is it right here. Um, Harlem Nights, just one of the better movies. I mean, obviously, it's Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy. um, Jesus, I think I accidentally closed it. Um, Eddie uh, Danny Aiello. Della Reese, um, Red Fox, my God, Jasmine Guy, whew, Jasmine Guy, tons and tons of actors in this movie. David Marciano, he was in an episode of NYPD Blue also, and so many more, Arsenio Hall, and so many more. Robin Harris, how can you forget about Robin Harris? Uh, he was also in that movie, um, but just a great movie. And I'll tell you what, 
Let's go ahead and start off. That's actually going to be the first clip I play. Since I'm talking about Harlem Nights, go ahead and pop in my headphone here because I'm going to need that to play this clip so I know when it's over. And I'm going to go ahead and start off. I'm going to play that clip of Harlem Nights right here. Him as Jack Jenkins, the fighter. He stammers a bit because he's a fighter, and back then they that's kind of what they did. They they got hit in the head a lot. And here we go. How you doing, champ? Hey, champ. What's going on? Hello, uh, is it a gentleman, a lady? How's everybody doing this evening? We're doing fine, champ. You ready for next week? Uh, 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 ready? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm ready. <laughs> hey, I'm having a lot of money on you, man. Well, uh, you, uh, you getting ready to be a rich nigga, you see, cause, uh, cause, uh, come, uh, next, next week, I, uh, I, I'm knocking somebody the fuck out. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying. I understand now. <laughs> <laughs> he understands now. Fucking Richard Pryor. God damn, one of the best to ever, ever, ever do it. Um, I got another picture, a couple more pictures of Harlem Nights. I have, oh, don't know what happened there. Sorry about that. Doubled up a picture on you guys. I apologize. So another picture of him looking looking great in the suit. This was a little when they came in and busted the place, when Danny Aiello came in and busted the place. And this was him getting ready for the fight. Just, uh, like I said, just, I mean, if you, if you haven't seen Harlem Nights by now, where have you been? What, where have you been? If you have not watched Harlem Nights at this point, uh, just an incredible movie, great acting, great actors, I, I can't even begin to tell you how great of a movie that is. Um, like I said, you're welcome to go back on and anchor and listen to our review, me and Anthony, of that movie. Incredible, incredible movie. Great review. Uh, it was such an easy movie to review because it's such a well-made, great movie. So we got all that done. And uh, you're welcome to go check that out over there on Anchor. All right, let's keep moving a little bit. Let me pop this back up here. After Harlem Nights... Uh, we go a little bit. Uh, once again, Wise Guy TV series as his next one, 1989. He was in four episodes, played Major Vernon Biggs. Uh, then he was in a little movie called Fear, 1990. I don't know if you guys remember this one. Um, Ali Sheedy, Lauren Hutton. wasn't the greatest movie, but it was a pretty decent movie. Stan Shaw was a detective in this movie. It was okay. I do remember seeing it. Uh, this 1990 is also where he did the movie we discussed earlier, where he played Joe Lewis, the court martial of Jackie Robinson. So there's that also. Also did uh, Midnight Caller. This is coming up once again, 1990. 1991, he did Fried Green Tomatoes, where he played uh, Big George, which was a pretty big role for him in that movie. Um not that it was that huge of a role, but the fact that he played in that movie, which was a very, 
very, I mean, I mean, like I said, that was one of those women chick flick moms were going to see it at Kathy Bates, Jessica Tandy, Mary Stuart Masterson, Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, come on, he was just coming off the Batman uh, movie at that time. So this was just one of those really sappy movies. One of them, I've actually never seen this movie. I know it's been on before one of them at my mom's house, but I've never actually seen the movie. Um, 1992 came comes up, and he does L.A. Law, which was a big, big show at that time. I know I just sounded like uh, uh, that uh, TV guy, Ed something. It was a really big show. It was huge. L.A. Law was a definitely a giant show at that time. Um, let's see. What was I? I'm trying to remember who was in L.A. Law at that time. I know uh, Corbin Burns. Corbin Burnson. I know he was one of them. Um, oh, Michael Tucker, Susan Rutman, Blair Underwood. I remember Blair Underwood being in that show. Larry Drake. He was Doctor Giggles. I remember him. Harry Hamlin. John Spencer. Wow. Okay. Now I remember this show a little more. Just probably one of the first law shows I ever actually watched. And I did watch a good amount of L.A. Law. He was in three episodes of that. Uh, Stan was. And he played the same character in all three episodes. Um, Played Terry Sluman. In another movie in 1992 also called Body of Evidence. Um, That was a... Don't think I... Let me look at this one. Oh, this was the Madonna movie. This was Madonna. Willem Dafoe, Joe Montaigne, who I'll show you in a little while. Uh, Charles Hallahan. He was in NYPD Blue also. Um, And many more. Mark Mark Ralston. I do remember this movie, and I don't think I ever saw this movie. Julianne Moore. Lots of characters in this movie, but I don't think I've ever seen this movie, but I do remember this was like... A big movie for Madonna. That I do remember. She was the star of this movie. Uh, so that was a pretty big big deal for her. Uh, when Love Kills, a TV movie. The Seduction of John Hearn. Uh, Life Pod, another TV movie. And then he, 1993, he played with Sean Connery and Wesley Snipes in another great action flick Doubling up pictures here. Rising Sun. Rising Sun is was a it is an incredible movie. I love this movie. To be honest with you, it really is a good movie. Um, all about mostly Japanese culture. Uh, basically, there's an escort girl who's found dead in in the office of a company, uh, a Japanese company, and detectives. Uh, two detectives played by uh, Sean Connery and Wesley Snipes. They act as a liaison between the company, and it's a great movie. Uh, Harvey Keitel is in this movie. Uh, Kevin Anderson, Ray Wise is in this movie. But Stan Shaw, uh, even Steve Buscemi, who we've talked about, is in this movie. But uh, Stan Shaw plays a security guard in this movie, as you can see right here. Um, And he plays Phillips, and they go to him a few times for a few things here and there. But, you know, that he's in the movie, not in the, in the movie a lot, but again, he is in this movie. And it, again, it's a really, really good movie if you haven't seen this one either. Uh, I love Sean Connery and Wesley Snipes. I always like he's a great action star. 
because he really is a black belt in Taekwondo, which helps when you're doing an action movie, <laughs> obviously. Um, after that, in 1993, he also was in an episode of Matlock. You guys remember that movie? That was, um, oh, God, why can't I think of this? Andy Griffith. Um, Andy Griffith, that's his name. Why did I think I had his TV name when I said that? That's weird. Uh, Linda Pearl, Julie Saw, Summers, a bunch of people. I can't even remember half the people in this show, but this was another pretty large show that went for a very, very long time, this TV series. It actually went from, uh, let's see, it went from this television show. It didn't even show, but there was a lot of episodes. There was 181 episodes of this show, so it went for a while. Um, There we go. But yeah, that was the Andy Griffith show. Sorry about that. I got lost on looking at something else. Did another TV miniseries called North and South, Book Three, Heaven and Hell. And then also right there in the 1993, 1994, also in 1985, he was in three episodes actually of uh, Murder, She Wrote. Right there. He was actually in three episodes of Murder, She Wrote. And um, this is actually the... Oh, sorry about that. But yeah, he was in Murder, She Wrote. You know what? There's a picture I missed. I'm going to slide over to this picture because that's the character he played in the second episode he was in of Murder, She Wrote. And there that is right there. We'll get back into this movie right here, Daylight, in just a second. I don't know how my pictures got messed up, but it seems like they did. Um, so we'll get into that movie, though, in just a minute. But uh, this is where in 1995 he did House Guest. That was uh, the movie he, uh, once again, was Sinbad. He was a tattoo artist in that movie. Cutthroat Island, another movie. I don't remember that one. Now, Daylight was another movie he did. I had actually just pulled that picture up a minute ago. I'll pull it back up for you guys right here. Here he is in Daylight right here. Um, and uh, I'm actually going to have to skip past the other picture, and then we'll get right into uh, Daylight. Now, he played a character in the movie Daylight called... Um, Give me a second here. Uh, you guys are going to have to give me one second to let my dog out of this room. YouTube, I'm sorry. I'm going to leave that picture up for one second. I believe I still have that picture up. I'm sorry. I'm going to get up and let my dog out of the room. Oh, I'm sorry about that, everybody. I had to do that. He was going to sit in here and cry otherwise, and that's not good for any of us. None of us need to hear my dog crying, so sorry about that. Didn't mean to get up during the show. I apologize. So anyway, we're talking Daylight. That was the, uh, it was Sylvester Stallone uh, in that movie. Amy Brenneman, who actually, again, NYPD Blue season one and season two alumni. Vigo Mortensen, Jay Sanders, uh, Vanessa Bell Calloway. She was in this movie. Actually, she played a character named Grace Calloway. So easy character for you to play. Many, many, many great characters in this movie, but I, uh, I recommend this movie. I know it was not a very box office movie, but um, basically there's a tunnel explosion and a bunch of people get locked in. Stallone is sent down there to go get them and bring them out. Really, really not a bad movie. I don't know why it got such bad reviews, but the reviews for this movie were not good. It was not a very good Stallone movie. But um, we did get Stan Sean here. He played a police officer, actually. 
Give me one second here. He actually played, uh, his name was George Tyrell, but he was a police officer, and I'll show you some pictures right here of him. Here's one. There's actually two for some reason. Pictures of him right here. Um, you see here, got, uh, you know, he was a transit authority cop. He was in the tunnel, but he was still a police officer and um, ended up getting hurt. And you see here he was underwater. Now, I'm going to go ahead and play the second clip because the second clip of this show actually has Sylvester Stallone. Um, it's it's Jay Leno, Nicolas Cage, and Sylvester Stallone on Oprah uh, discussing Stan Shaw and basically just, I mean, basically his acting chops and what he's capable of. So I'm going to go ahead and once again put the earbud in. And I'm going to go ahead and play this clip. Now, once again, he gets hurt and he gets trapped under a car. He actually ends up dying in this movie. Um, so, you know, pretty, pretty sad movie. But these, these clips are uh, pretty good. And uh, if you give me one second here, I will pop this clip up. Here we go. Low, but we'll get it. We'll get it. But I'm never taking another tunnel, so what does it matter? Nothing to say. Thank God we saved all those wonderful people. <laughs> Thank God. How was he going to say? Unbelievable scene. And then you see the humanity of people. You get to see people. What about how long did it take to do that? I'm, as I'm watching it, I'm thinking. Stan was underwater for days. It was <sighs> uh, literally days, days. I don't, I don't know if you, yeah, you saw that. Mm -hmm. well, that truck was on him, and he had to go. And he really was pinned. In other words, during the scene, he couldn't move out. And when the water would come over him, he had to have that hose. And, and sometimes the water would get down in his throat and he oh. couldn't get up. And, I, and he would be grabbing me and hitting me under the... And that's when I knew, stop it. You know, I tried to drag him out uh -huh. during the take because there's no way you can keep... Or mm. if, if some of the spray got in the top of the hose during the scene. Mm. So when you see his eyes doing this, <laughs> it's more than acting. It's more than acting. <laughs> okay, so in the scene... Sorry about that, everybody. So in the scene... What's happening is literally, like I said, he gets hurt. He gets caught underneath a truck, and the water is rising because he's in a hole. The water is rising. It's rising. It's rising. And they put a hose in his mouth to keep him breathing. And like he's saying right here, that was uh, it was more than acting. There was a lot of truth to it because he was basically really drowning underwater. Um, pretty crazy. There was a ton of water in this movie. It was raining. There was water dripping. They were in a tunnel in New York, so those tunnels are... Literally built underwater, basically. Um, it's either the bridge or the tunnel. So you take one or the other. But uh, now we're going to get into, I believe this is Nicolas Cage. We'll get into that right now. Uh, uh, a thriller that takes yeah. place in a casino? It does. Um, it's it's. Uh... All right, you know what? This is Nicolas Cage talking about Snake Eyes. Uh, we have not talked about Snake Eyes, but to be honest with you, it was the next movie we were going to get into was Snake Eyes. So we'll keep going with this. Um, I do have one more picture from Daylight. Uh, actually, no, I don't. Cage Snake Eyes, right there. Uh, we will go ahead and play. Keep going with this clip from him in Cage Snake Eyes. Here we go. Yeah, it's a thriller, it's a suspense thriller, it's very exciting, but also it's a story of friendship yeah. between these two guys, Gary Sinise and, and myself, and we've got some great performances in, in this movie, and one of them is by Stan Shaw, who plays the heavyweight champion in the world, and we have this scene together where we were kind of knocking heads, and he doesn't remember me from high school because we went to the same high school, but it's a, it's a really good scene, and he's dynamite in the movie, so I wanted people to know that. Yeah, well let's show people a clip here now. Okay. 
When you heard the gunshots, your eyes were open in half a second. Now you fall. Totally understandable reaction, but it kind of ruined the performance, don't you think? Look, what the hell do you want from me? All right, we're actually going to play this in a little while anyway. So we don't really need to play it right now. But um, there you go. That's pretty cool right there. So you get Stallone and Cage and Leno um, all talking about how great of an actor Stan Shaw is. And that's basically why we're doing this show, to talk about his acting, his career, all that good stuff right there. So, um, But anyway, like I said, we are going to play that scene anyway. So why don't I just go ahead once again. Snake Eyes was a really good movie. Another great, great movie. This was another big movie for Nicolas Cage. They actually didn't just call the movie Snake Eyes. They called it Cage Snake Eyes. Um, and he kind of played the character from Face Off. He kind of just played a crazy son of a bitch, but he was a cop in this movie. But it was a crazy <coughs> half-dirty cop. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so we had Nicolas Cage, Gary Sinise, uh, Kevin Dunn. Not that Kevin Dunn. Um, Stan Shaw is Lincoln Tyler, another boxer. Um, and so many, uh, Luis Guzman, hey, he played, a, uh, anyway, Mike Starr, who was in Dumb and Dumber, they accidentally killed him in the restaurant, uh, that's where you know him from mostly, but so, such a really good movie, basically what happens in this movie is, uh, there's a corrupt police detective played by Nicolas Cage, and he basically gets in this murder conspiracy that happened uh, in a boxing match at the Atlantic Casino. And basically it unravels. And as it unravels, he finds out some friends are involved. And he even finds out that uh, Stan Shaw, the boxer, was in on it. So we're going to go ahead and play the scene where, once again, Nicolas Cage is kind of questioning him. And uh, here we go. Let's play this. <laughs> Do you know who you reminded me of out there? Sonny Liston! Remember in 65, they said, hey, Sonny, don't take any chances. Ali almost killed you the first time. Take the payday. First punch, you go down. <laughs> Splat! That's you! Detective, That's you. you either arrest him or I'm going to ask you to leave. What would I arrest him for? What would I arrest you for? Getting up too quick? <laughs> what? What? Come on, I saw you and you saw me. And don't pretend like you don't know who I am, girly man. You want to look like a knockout, but when you heard the gunshots, your eyes were open in half a second. Now you fall. Totally understandable reaction, but it kind of ruined the performance, don't you think? Look, what the hell do you want from me? The man knocked me out. I looked at the fight tape, Lincoln. Yeah, it was a phantom punch. A little bad Hollywood acting, but the athletic commission might find it interesting. And a second after you go down, an assassin fires. Well, that's some coincidence. I guess they don't call you the executioner for nothing. And you signed my kid's autograph. Mickey, what don't you understand about this? Get the hell out of here! Go on, get out! Great acting right there by Stan Shaw. Unbelievable. Wow. He does sign his kid's autograph, by the way. His name? Michael Santoro. All right. If that doesn't make you want to watch the movie, I'm not quite sure what... what, what I mean, I, I don't know what else will. Um, in great movie. Uh, like I said, was a big movie for both Stan Shia, but Nicolas Cage, like I said, they didn't just call this movie Snake Eyes. They called it Cage Snake Eyes. And, you know, if I go back here, you see he was basically, he was on all the movie covers, all the posters. Um, it was a Nicolas Cage movie. Basically, it was, that's exactly what it was, a Nicolas Cage flick. Um they were really pushing him 
after Face Off. I believe this was right after the movie Face Off for him, or right before, one of the two. Um, but there you go. Snake Eyes, excellent movie. If you haven't seen that one, that's worth checking out also. So here we go. We're going to move up a little bit, and uh, we're going to go right here. Did another TV movie in 1998, Rag and Bone. Uh, took a couple years off, decided to come back in 2000, it looks like. Did a TV series called Early Edition. He was only in uh, one episode of that. Did something called Freedom Song in 2000, another TV movie. He was in one episode of The X-Files in 2002. I think that was the original. Yeah, that is. Also was in Detonator. Never saw that movie from 2003. CSI from 2009. Cassidy Way, 2016. A couple more TV series, but the one TV series he did was he was in an, uh, one episode of uh, Criminal Minds. He played Albert Lewis. It was a great episode. I actually remember this episode. Um, that, oh, that was him in uh, the other movie. I actually remember this episode of Criminal Minds that he was in. It was a really good episode. If Criminal Minds is, uh, you can catch some of it on YouTube, or I'm sorry, uh, Hulu. You can catch the other part of it on um, Netflix, I believe, has the whole thing. But uh, here he is right here with Joe Montaigne from Criminal Minds. Joe came in, I believe, season three or four, and he came in, and it was great. It was great when he came in. He was a huge Rat Pack fan, a fan of all the, you know, Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra and all those guys. Uh, really cool, because he really is. That's kind of a real character for Joe Montaigne. But um, there you go. There's him and Stan Shaw. They were just hanging out backstage, obviously, and they snapped a picture. Um, so pretty cool stuff right there with those guys. Um, we're almost done here, guys, to be honest with you. I got a few more things to mention after this. Uh, 2017, he came right back. He was in, uh, he played a sheriff. See a pattern here? He plays a cop, he plays a security guard, he plays a boxer. It's kind of a pattern. Um, especially after the 80s, coming up in the 2000s, it's about all he played. Was a cop or a boxer, mostly. Or a security guard. He was in Jeepers Creepers th 3. He was Sheriff Dan Toshtego. I guess that's how you pronounce it. Um, but here we go. Jeepers Creepers 3. And uh, a couple pictures doubled. Here we go. Here's his character right there as the sheriff. I actually know why they doubled, and I should have looked at that before I did anything. I apologize. Um, but anyway... Uh, he was in that, and there he is right there in Jeepers Creepers 3. Again, not a big horror fan, so I didn't, didn't see that. Um, he was a cowboy in the movie Drive Me to Vegas and Mars. And he was in an episode of The Young and the Restless. That's right, The Young and Restless he was in there. He played simply Reverend. That was his character. They called him Reverend. So basically what he's done is in 2019, what he did is he did a couple of those Christmas movies. You know, the Hallmark, the, 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 you know, women's channel Christmas movies, the, all those ones. He did a couple of those movies. So we've got, um, one movie called A Christmas Winter Song. 
that he played a character named Fred. And uh, I actually thought I had that pulled, but it looks like I didn't. But um, I do have the picture of the movie. You can see it's a Christmas winter song, and you can see the picture of him right here. But I do have, um, no, I don't even have the interview of him. I thought I had that. You know what? Give me a second. I'll actually, I can pull that up on YouTube if you guys don't mind waiting a second, and I can play the audio right off YouTube. The Young and the Restless. Um, but a Christmas winter song, as I'm doing this, I can talk, was a movie with Ashanti and a bunch of other characters in it. Uh, Cadiz Houston, uh, Sarab Kumu. Uh, I can't even pronounce some of these names. There's some crazy names in this movie. Shannon Cody is in this movie. But uh, a few a few things in this movie I can get into. If you'll give me just a second, like I said, I'll pull up... Uh, Stan Shaw, if you give me a second. Stan Shaw, there we go. And I know the exact picture that I'm looking to play off of here. And uh, we can go ahead and do that. If you give me one second. Uh, here it is right here. It's 2 minutes 52 seconds. We can go ahead and play it. Um, this is it right here for that movie. Here we go. There's an ad. Which I'm muting. And then we'll play the audio in just a second. Thanks, everybody, for dealing with me while I did this. Here we go. We're going to get it going right now. Here we go. It's timeless. It's, it's as timeless as it's a wonderful life. And uh, the fact that it's a wonderful lifetime is, is airing it. It's amazing. So stay tuned for us, December 14th, a Christmas winter song. Ashante, myself, and Shoshani. Is this your first time working with Lifetime on a Christmas movie? Yes, it is actually my first time working with Lifetime. I'm really looking That's forward to it, to be a part of a, it's a wonderful lifetime. All the lineups of the films, it's amazing. And Lifetime just has a way of knowing what we want to see. I swear every movie is like a love story and it just touches our hearts and we always want to watch them. What do you guys say about that, their success? I think that Lifetime has a niche for feeling something that America would feel comfortable with viewing. And the wonderful thing about being a part of Lifetime's lineup as well is when they present something to you as a family product, they know it's something that you can embrace with your children and your mother and your grandmother, that everybody can get around the TV with eggnog in a warm fireplace, and we won't let you down, and Lifetime wouldn't let you down. That's why they embrace us, and that's why we embrace them, and that's why we'll embrace you. So join us and be our guest on a Christmas winter song with Ashante, Stan Shaw, and Shoshani. We'll welcome you. Because it's uplifting women, and I love that they tell amazing stories. We have a female director, a female writer, so the fact that we have this um, unconventional story, to, so to say to speak, uh, you'll have to watch it to see. But it's just going to make a staple on Lifetime, I believe. Yeah, because this is a Lady Rude production, and ladies rule. They run yeah. it, and I love it. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, guys. Congratulations. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> classy guy there puts over the movie puts over this awesome awesome work right there um but anyway that was the uh for the a christmas winter story uh winter song excuse me my wife saw this she said it was actually a very good movie so there you go um basically uh fred was a jazz singer so he does he does sing in this movie because he is fred so if you want to hear him sing it's in this movie i didn't find a clip of it but uh that's not a big deal. 
Um, the next movie he did was called The Grayson Family Christmas. That was also in 2019. Uh, I think I've got, I do, right here on, on uh, YouTube, a little picture of that movie, Grayson Family Christmas right there. Uh, you see it. And this was starring um, Bonita Brisker, Kalia Harris, uh, Brandon Gilpin, uh, Hero Hunter, a little kid right there. I've never heard of him before. But uh, many others. Stan Shaw, obviously, in this movie. But um, this was a, another one my wife said she saw, and she, she said she liked it. She loves all these Christmas movies. She will watch these day in and day out. I wouldn't doubt if she's watching one out there right now, uh, to be honest with you. So she could be watching one at this moment, for all I know. But this is his character right here. I'm sorry again for the grainy pictures, but um, it is what it is. But uh, this was another one of those Christmas movies he did. It's a little uh, just a, about a law student who, you know, brings home, uh, the, the daughter brings him home, and it's all just kind of, well, he's he's white. So it's one of those stories where she brings him home, and they fall in love with him anyway. So good, good, good little thing. Here, but uh, let's see. We go to 2020, and this is his last credit as of right now. Little kind of a kind of a little take on a western called The Pale Door was in 2020. Uh, the same director who brought you Bubba Hotep, if you remember that movie, also did this movie. Um, after a train robbery goes bad, two brothers leading a gang of cowboys must survive the night in a ghost town inhabited by a coven of witches. So it's a pretty creepy-looking little movie, to be honest with you. Um, here's the cover for it. You see there's, like, little ghosts and cowboys, but uh, there he is right there. He is one of the cowboys in the movie. Actually, doesn't have a name in the movie. I'm not sure why, but uh, there it is right there. Um so that's pretty much all I've got for his acting career right there. Like I said, he's had a, a really good career. Like I said, didn't do all the hundreds and, you know, tons and tons of things that, uh, you know, a lot of the other actors I've talked about uh, has. But once again, for, for the fourth time, I think I've said this, quality over quantity is where uh, obviously he was going with a lot of his movies, Stan Shaw. But um what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go ahead and close this down. And I'm going to go ahead and play. I got two more clips. One that kind of went over with things that I already went over. His life and his career. Um, may play all of it. I may not. Let's see how it is. Honestly, I didn't see this video. So let's see what it goes through. Let's see what it does. Maybe I missed something. I doubt. I might have. Let's find out. Born in Chicago, Illinois. He is the son of Bertha Shaw and saxophonist Eddie Shaw. All right, we're not going to listen to some computer talk like that. Uh, this is just a demo reel that he has. This is kind of a mashup of all of his movies. We'll play this, and then uh, we'll go ahead and ski daddle out of here, guys. Oh, okay, it's just music behind it. I thought there were actual clips. Once again, I apologize. So you know what? We'll close this out. We will go ahead, and we can just wrap this bad boy up instead. That's not a problem at all. We'll just go ahead and wrap this up, guys. Um, once again, though, I really, really wanted to... Uh, I was trying to think of something to do, and I was trying to think of... Um, I, I kind of like doing these actors that are known, 
but a little lesser known than most other actors out there. And for some reason, I'm watching, uh, I forget what I was watching the other night, but he was in it. I forget, I can't remember which movie. No, it was Daylight. It was actually Daylight. I was watching Daylight. He was in it. And I was like, oh, man, that's one guy right there. I started looking him up, and I'm like, yep, this guy's worth it. So I went ahead, decided to do the show on him. And I think it was a great idea. Like I said, his life, his career, his martial arts background, which looks like we just didn't get to see. Um, so I don't know. Now, Dirk is saying he's surprised this isn't on the Hollywood Hangout account. Dirk, I got to be honest with you. I get more people uh, listening on Saturdays in here than I do. I'm actually thinking about just canceling that and leaving it here. Um, I'll decide over the weekend whether or not I'm going to do that, to be honest. I think I'm just going to leave the show on Dirt Sheet Dudes. Even though it's Hollywood Hangout, I'm not sure. I've got till uh, they're going to charge me again on Tuesday, so I'll decide by Monday what I'm going to do on that. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't hurt. Would save me 120 bucks a year. <laughs> I wouldn't mind doing that. So we'll see what's going on with that. But um, in the meantime, I appreciate everybody joining. But like I said, I really felt that Stan Shaw. Um, you know, once again, just one. Uh, actor that you see in so many things and you'll be like oh he looks really familiar I, wow i know him i know him maybe now you'll uh, actually know who he is maybe now you'll actually uh you know a little bit more about him you know like i said he's got the martial arts background uh did a few even broadway musicals back then before he became an actor and uh some good stuff some good stuff that he's done but uh i'm glad i got to do this tonight and um that's it folks i'm gonna go ahead and wrap this bad boy up youtube once again always gonna uh, be able to join me on youtube especially when i do actors i really like doing them on youtube take this out and um it's just a little easier to be able to show you guys pictures when i'm talking about a movie you guys can see it when i got it up there uh and when i'm talking about a scene it's actually a lot easier to pull up a picture of it you guys can actually visualize it better so definitely check me out over on youtube for hollywood hangout and you can look right up there. You guys can see where I am at. Stitcher, iHeart, Apple, everywhere you guys can find a podcast, I'm there. But definitely, uh, always you can always join me live on Mixler also. Um, and I really appreciate it, guys. Dirk, appreciate you showing up. Everybody else who was listening on the outside, thank you very much. Every, everyone who's going to watch us on YouTube, thank you very much. And uh, I will see you back here next week. Might do another actor. Might get into a movie. Not sure, but I will definitely make a decision very soon here and let y'all know. All right, folks, on that note, see ya!